Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Beat My Guest. I'm your host, AJ Mass. If you're new to the show, each week I invite a guest to sit in the hot seat and field questions in a wide variety of topics, earning points for the episode on a scale of 1 to 100. For those of you playing along at home, you have but one task set before you, and that is to see if you can beat my guest. But before you can beat my guest, you need to meet my guest, so why don't we bring our first guest into view, Brendan Fitzpatrick. Welcome back to the hot seat. How are you, sir? Hey, AJ. I'm good. How are you? Doing okay. Uh, this social distancing is taking its toll on me. Uh, right. I, I, I feel like I've met more people through the computer uh, than I can <laughs> see out my window, uh, which is which is actually quite eerie. I, I feel yeah. I feel very Walking Dead. Uh, it's funny. On. I'm spending a lot more time with my friends nowadays than I ever did before all this. So. <laughs> it, it, it is. It's a weird. It's a weird phenomenon going on yeah. here. Yeah. It allows me to uh, do a calling of my Facebook friends. Uh, right, exactly. <laughs> when they so, Brendan, why don't you tell everyone a little bit about, uh, remind them who you are and what you used to do when we used to do things. Yeah, so I think this is now my uh, fifth time on the podcast, but my first time in the new format, so I'm really excited to try it out. I've been listening the last few weeks and uh, really interested. I think since the last time we talked, I started my own podcast, which has been very exciting, called the Movie Ladder Podcast. It's uh, myself and my buddy Zach Brooks and our friend Al Sinensky, and we get on every week and we talk about a different movie that relates to the movie we watched the week before. Uh, if you're interested, you can check us out at Ladder Movie on Twitter or Letterboxd. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I believe the last time you were in Hot Seat, you had just released like we the first just, episode of yeah, the second Yeah, we might have just released yeah. Fargo. It's hard, to rem- it's hard to remember that far back. It's been like five years, AJ. <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> it was. It feels like was, it's been like five years since I've done anything, so. It was, yeah, it was a 90-day month, and uh, you know, I knew this was a leap year, but I didn't. <laughs> you mean it's not April 3500th yet? <laughs> uh, well, Brendan, you are not alone. No, no. You're social Uh-oh. distancing, but you are not alone. Uh, we're going to bring in my other guest, and we will welcome to the hot seat for the very first time, Ashley Moran. Ashley, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. So, Ashley, why don't you tell everybody a little bit of who you are. Introduce yourself to the fun Beat My Guest podcast listening community. Hello, I'm Ashley. I'm a CNA at an assisted living facility, so I'm still able to work right now. Still need to go and take care of people but um, I'm going to school to be an accountant and um, I love trivia and board games yeah. excellent excellent uh, the accountant was a Ben Affleck movie but uh, I think we already covered the Ben Affleck votes uh, in the podcast, so <laughs> I love the way you pronounce his name Ben Affleck Indeed. Well, let me explain to you the rules, and for anyone listening for the first time, where have you been? Uh, we have two rounds of ten questions apiece. Each question is going to be worth one point. Players will alternate back and forth picking uh, questions in the category. Uh, if they do not get it right, their opponent will have a chance to steal, and in round one, we will have one bonus question. In round two, two bonus questions. At the end of the game, there is a catch-up catch-all, which will allow whoever is behind to have one last chance to try and claim that invisible golden tiara of wonderment. Uh, I'll explain all that when we get there. We cannot get there until we start off with round one, so why don't we do just that, folks, today? 
Round one is a category I am calling the Reading Rainbow. The Reading Rainbow. Every answer to the clues that I give you in this round will be the name of a book that has a color in its title. You can choose to wear your visor or not. I'm not going to be a stickler. Uh, Brendan, since you are a, a veteran here, I will allow you to uh, man the helm for the first question. What number would you like? Uh, let's go with lucky number seven. Lucky number seven. Here is your clue. The film version of this novel was originally going to be called The Ludovico Technique. The Ludovico Technique. Hmm. That's a tough one. Um, I'm trying to think of novels that have colors in the title. First off, there's because that's key here. Uh, there's a few that are immediately pumping, jumping out to mind, uh, but I don't want to say the titles because I don't want to give away a future answer. The movie adaptation, I'm trying to think of a movie where they may have changed the title for some reason. I'm going to say The Green Mile The Green by Mile. Stephen King. Yep. Yeah, Green, Green Mile is not correct. Ashley, uh, do you happen to know you have a chance to steal? I have no idea. But um, blue is the warmest color? Blue is indeed the warmest color, at least in some circles. Uh, no, that is uh, maybe the warmest color. It is not the uh, most correct answer. Uh, I will say, Brendan, you have a knack. You, you, you probably picked the hardest one in this entire round. <laughs> I usually do. <laughs> way to kick us off that way. No, actually... Um, Get it out of the way early. Yeah, this was a novel that was pretty much uh, so faithfully kept to with the script for a large portion of it that um, the cast members actually just brought the novel to work instead of the script because they were just reading dialogue from the book. Uh, they, they found it was just easier to keep their place in that regard. Uh, the Ludovico technique refers to a, a brainwashing technique where you uh, hold someone's eyes open and show them a movie. Ah. Yeah, Cooper wanted to name it after that, and then yep. they said, yeah, why don't you just name it after the book, dummy? And uh, they yeah, did. Right. <laughs> a Clockwork Orange is... Clockwork Orange, yes, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. If I had read A Clockwork Orange at any point, I probably would have gotten that one, but I, I've only seen the movie, so I probably... <laughs> Indeed. Well, no need to go singing in the rain at this point. Let us yeah, move on. Ashley, you can make your first selection. Number seven is the only one off the board. I'll go with number two. Number two, good luck. Here is your clue. Historical nonfiction tome about the 1893 World's Fair. Architecture and, oh yeah, a serial killer slash pharmacist. That would be the Devil in the White City. That is indeed Devil yes. in the White City. Well done. One point for you. Glad well, uh, that didn't get passed to me because I did not know that one. I'm in the middle of reading it right now, along with like five other books. Great timing for you, then. Excellent job. Wow. Yeah, this is the uh, book that talks about all the architecture that was going on at that World's Fair, and uh, of course the uh, the murder hotel and Mr. Yeah. Mr. Holmes, and America's the... first serial killer. One for Ashley. Nothing for Brendan. Brendan, you are up. Let's go with eight. Eight. Here is your question. Future adaptations of this 1982 work eventually led to Cynthia Erivo earning one half of a potential EGOT. 1982 work. 
something with Cynthia Revo, potential EGOT. I'm going to say she was probably in the stage adaptation of A Color Purple. So I'm going to say the color, the color Purple, not A Color Purple. The Color Purple. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fault you for an article there. Uh, <laughs> am I that cruel? I don't think so. Uh, yes, Cynthia Arivo portrayed Steely. Uh, she won a Tony for the revival, and she also won a Grammy for the uh, cast recording. She also won a Daytime Emmy for uh, the performance of uh, a song from the musical on one of those morning talk shows. Uh, but that doesn't technically count for the true right. EGOT, which right, is why right, right. I only say half. But uh, awesome. Yeah, and she was not yeah. your best actress for Harriet, so there's, I think yeah. she'll probably get one eventually. But I think she's... she might get a nomination for The Center, right? I think. Or not The Center, The the uh, outsider. outsider, the outsider, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, yeah. Uh, it's certainly possible. Uh, you cut score up. Well done, Ashley. You're up. Um, I'll go with nine. Nine. It is. Here is your clue. A 21-year-old college senior in Washington meets an attractive entrepreneur. In what book? Entrepreneur. Um, I'll uh, go with my previous answer. Blue is the warmest color. <laughs> uh, it, I haven't actually read it or seen it. So. Well, that hot seat is getting warmer and warmer. Unfortunately, that's still not the right answer there. Uh, Brendan, can you steal? Attractive entrepreneur, college student. Is it blue velvet? It is not blue velvet. This, of course, yeah. is that wonderful piece of work that uh, inspired, I believe, up to five novels now in the series. Mm. And uh, it is started out as Twilight fan fiction. It is Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, come on, man! Yeah, yep, 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 yep. I'm telling you, you are up, Brendan. Number one, please, sir. Number one, please, sir. Yes, thank you, and you're welcome. Here we go. 2014's Pulitzer Prize winner for fiction about a 13-year-old boy's survival following a terrorist attack. At an art museum. Is that the, the goldfinch? Are you asking or telling? Telling. It's the I'm pretty, I'm like 98% sure it's the goldfinch. Well, good for you, because it is indeed the goldfinch. The goldfinch. Uh, Donna Tart, I believe, is the uh, mm. Arthur, Arthur there? She's the Arthur there, yes. She is King Arthur. And it, uh, that was the, it was a medieval yeah, artwork. Yeah, there was a question about the goldfinch on jeopardy last night so i guess it was in the back of my head uh there that, was uh, indeed yeah, and i was very so. happy not to have had to change mine because it was just different yeah, enough <laughs> it was just different enough but it put the novel in the back of my head so yeah indeed by the way uh blue is the warmest color is a tender bittersweet full color graphic novel about the elusive reckless magic of love <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling it's not gonna be an answer so. uh, yes you got my hint <laughs> Very good. Two for Brett and one for Ashley. Ashley, you're up. Uh, give me six. Six it is. A series of books about a boy named Leroy who has an uncanny way of besting the local police department's best minds on a routine basis. Okay. Uh, balls. Okay. Um, I've got nothing. The Red Pony. Red Pony, not correct. Brendan, can you steal? I believe that's Leroy Encyclopedia Brown. 
It is indeed Leroy Encyclopedia Brown. These are the Encyclopedia Brown uh, books. Uh, Ashley, from the look on your face, you've, you've never heard of them. Yeah, I read all those books when I was a kid. They're they're fantastic. They're they're, okay. they're like early early YA. Like you know, when you're like twelve, thirteen years old, you read those. Yeah. Yeah, like Hardy Boy's light. Yeah. So he would sit at the at the breakfast table with his father, who was the police chief, and you know, I just can't solve this case. He goes, "Well, have you thought about this?" And that would be the answer, you know, that kind of thing. And uh, yeah, well, uh, obviously, it was Mister Jenkins down at the store because yada yada yada. Yeah. Yes, you know, Encyclopedia Brown and the uh, and the missing footprints, Encyclopedia mm-hmm. Brown and the lost dog, Encyclopedia Brown and the warmest color. These were all great books. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brandon, you have taken a commanding. Three to one lead, and you have the next pick. Can I get number ten? Let's close out ten. Let's close out ten, and Brendan. You also have gotten pew, pew. A bonus question. Let's see how you do. First up, the regular question here. Released one volume at a time in 1996. This story started off with a 92-page installment entitled "The Two Dead Girls." Uh, this one is the Green Mile, because it was a Stephen King anthology that was, like, released as tiny chapter books, and then it was one giant novel. So, the Green Mile, not correct earlier, but correct right now. Well done. Patience pays off. It's almost as if you, like, were just sitting there waiting on death row for something to happen. Right, right, right. There you are. Oh, I tell you, AJ. (laughs) Well, you get First crack at the bonus question as well, and here it is. Michael Clark Duncan, who played Coffee in the mm-hmm. movie adaptation of The Green Mile, was engaged to what future White House-adjacent personality uh, at the time of his death? Celebrity Apprentice and Apprentice uh, alumni Omarosa. Indeed, at the time of his unfortunate demise, uh, due to, uh, I believe, heart problems, yes. uh, he was engaged to Omarosa Menegot Stallworth. I'm glad you didn't ask for her maiden and last name, because I would not have given you that. <laughs> well, for future reference, as I just said, Menegot Stallworth. Good to know. Well done, well done. Five for you, one for Ashley, but Ashley, plenty of time left in this game. And still a few questions left in this round. We have three, four, and five left. Which one would you like next? I have like five. Five it is. First person autobiographical memoir focusing on the horrific conditions in the London taxicab industry. What is the name of this book? I had a guess when you said autobiographical, but taxi cab industry. I've got nothing. Um, I'll just go with what I was thinking earlier. White Oleander? White Oleander is not the correct answer. Brendan, can you steal? I don't have any idea, but I'm just going to say The Yellow King, because <laughs> yellow, is, yellow is the cover of, cover of taxi cabs, and that's not going to come up as an answer as anything else, so... The yellow king. Very true, and uh, and I actually I went to high school with the uh, the taxicab king of New York, who was recently in the news for for being illegal and all that good stuff. That's neither here nor there, but it just occurred to me when you they called him the taxi king or something like that. Yeah. So uh, uh, no, it has nothing to do with the the yellow king or anything uh, true detective adjacent there. Uh, you know, I probably could have put first person in in quotes uh, because the titular. Uh, 
speaker talking about the handsome cabs that were horse-drawn cabs at the time. This is Black Beauty. Black. Oh. Yes, it's from the point of view of a horse. A horse is a horse. <laughs> of course, of course. It's, it's amazing. I never knew this about this book. I, I, yeah, we didn't yeah. have to do read this one in, in school, but I know it's a common uh, high school uh, book that people read. And, uh, yeah. yeah. I always confuse Black Beauty and Black Stallion. Yeah, yeah, there, there, there is that. Uh, well, that's the one where, uh, where the horse doesn't talk. Right. <laughs> got it. Got it. Brendan, two questions left. Finishing uh, out with your pick, three or four? Four, because it's a lost number. It is indeed. Let's see if this is a lost cause or if you'll get this one correct. At Universal Orlando, a spinning ride with a musical riddle was based on what title? Hmm. Musical ride with a riddle it has a color. Universal, so Universal means it might not be a Disney movie ride. Means it could be right. I'm completely blanking on this. Um, the Purple Ride of Cairo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, no, it is not the purple ride of Cairo. You don't go into the ride and then suddenly people come out of the screen and <laughs> sit next to you. Uh, so that would be something. Uh, Ashley, can you steal? Probably not, but um, go with Red Pony again. That's a book. It is a book. Uh, it, it, it's definitely something I have heard of, uh, but unfortunately not the correct answer. No, this is a ride in the section of the Universal uh, Theme Park in Orlando that is based on the writings of Dr. Seuss, and this is One Fish, Two Fish, Red Fish, Blue Fish. That's right, two, two colors for the price of one. <sighs> Delightful. It, it's, it's literature. It's a different type of literature, but it is literature. Different type of literature. Nonetheless, Ashley, let's finish off round one here with number three for completion's sake. Are you ready? I'm ready. Yeah. Reverend Dimsdale sees a strangely shaped meteor in a thematic moment from what novel? Oof. Uh, red skies. Red skies. Know. You you know, wouldn't you be kicking yourself if the correct answer was the red pony? It's not though. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan, can you steal? Uh, I believe this answer is close to red. It's going to be the scarlet letter. Indeed, that strangely shaped meteor was in the shape of the letter A, which caused much consternation, uh, much like the letter A emblazoned on Hester Prynne's chest, A meaning adultery, or does it mean angel? I'll leave that to the high school teachers to write right. essays about. Uh, scarlet letter is correct. Well done, Brendan. You steal... And you take a six to one lead. However, Ashley, do not fret. Do not fear. Still early with a full round to go and the catch up question at the end. You are not out of this, but how are you feeling? Uh, the hot seat a little hotter than you expected or just about right? Uh, about what I expected. Yeah. <laughs> Although I started off strong. Uh, gave me false hope, but who knows? Indeed. Brendan, how are you uh, How are you doing here? You think this is fool's gold? Gold, gold, another color. <laughs> I feel like I'm, I feel like I probably did uh, am better off having done good in this round just to uh, give myself a little cushion for the second round because I'll probably fail horribly in the next round. So. 
Well, this is going to be uh, interesting because, again, uh, when I put these categories together, I do not know who my guests are going to be. Uh, so this could either be a slam dunk for you, or it could be uh, throwing darts at that dartboard and hoping something sticks. Uh, round two today, folks, is called Shantae, You Stay. And here's how it works for each number that you uh, pick from one to ten. I am going to give you the names of three people. Two of these people are contestants who have appeared on RuPaul's Drag Race. One is a character who has appeared in the James Bond series of films. All you have to do to get points is to identify the James Bond name. Okay, thank you. No! <laughs> I thought I was worried this you were so going to identify the RuPaul's Drag Race contestant. I'm like, nope. Well, <laughs> well, you know, it's still two out of three, so... It's <laughs> one half a dozen of another. <laughs> Indeed. How, how are we feeling about this, guys? I, I, I sense not, not good. <laughs> I don't know anything about RuPaul's Drag Race. I mean, you know, despite yeah. having a ton of friends who podcast about it and listen to it, I've never watched a single minute, so this is going to be fun. But I do have a friend who's going to be very angry if I don't know all the James Bond characters. So. All right. Well, fair enough. Let us see uh, how this goes. Uh, Ashley, you are trailing, so you will get to go first. Pick a number from 1 through 10. Okay. Let's start with 10. Number 10. And no bonus there. There will be two bonus questions in this round, so... Stay tuned for those. Number 10, uh, these names for uh, the, each series of three names will be given to you in alphabetical order. So try not to look into any game theory here. It's just alphabetical by row. Uh, which one of these is James Bond? Is it Dax! Exclamation point? Holly Goodhead or <laughs> Thorgy Thor? <laughs> Holly Goodhead. Yep. Holly Goodhead is indeed the James Bond character. Well done, nice. well done. The other two, RuPaul. That will be the case with every trio. Brendan, your turn. Nine. Nine. Good luck. Here are your three. We have Pheromone, Honey Rider, and Nina Bonina Brown. I believe Honey Rider is the James Bond character. We are two for two in this round. Correct, Honey Rider. Although Pheromone definitely sounds... Pheromone is beautiful. It's a great RuPaul's Drag Race name. Yes, yes. A little bit of a whiny drag queen, but not very very Uh, fishy, as it were there. Uh, Ashley, you're up. Okay. Um, Seven. Seven. Pew, 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 pew. You have gotten one of our two bonus eye in this round. Of course, pick the right one from the trio. We have Mimi, I'm first, Angina, and Plenty O'Toole. Plenty O'Toole. Plenty O'Toole is indeed the Bond character. Well done. Here is your bonus question. In what movie did Honor Blackman play the Bond girl known as Pussy Galore? Octopussy? It is not Octopussy. Set from Russia with love. It is not the correct answer here. Is Goldfinger? Goldfinger is the answer. Honor Blackman, who passed away earlier this week at the age of ninety-four, 
it's been in the news. Figured that made it fair game. And even if it wasn't in the news, it's still fair game. Brandon, you are off. What number would you like? Fair enough, indeed. Uh, let's go with six. Six it is. Here are your three. April Carrion. Jinx Johnson. Laganja Estranja. <laughs> I'm going to say April is the James Bond character. April is not the James Bond character, oh, which means, gosh. Ashley, you have a 50-50 shot. Is it Jinx Johnson or Laganja Astranja? Jinx Johnson? That is correct. An excellent steal. Nicely done. Cutting the lead to 7-4. to four. And, Ashley, you are up with your next pick. I was really not expecting this to be my category. <laughs> I don't like James Bond, and I've never seen RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> One. One it is. Here are your three options. Kissy Suzuki. Rock'em Sakura. The Widow Von Du. Oh, um, I'll go with The Widow. It is not the widow von Du. Brendan, can you steal Kissy Suzuki or Rock'em Sakura? I believe it's Rock'em Sakura. It is not Rock'em Sakura. Oh, darn. It is Kissy Suzuki. Let us move on here. Brendan, you're up. Uh, can I get two? Yes, you may. Two. Here are your choices. Countess von Schlaff, Monica Beverly Hills, Penny Tration. Blitz A. You are going with Countess Von Schloff. Yes. That is correct. Well done. Countess Von Schloff is the correct answer. Let us move along back to Ashley. Number eight, please. Number eight. Pew, 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 pew. Uh, Again! Another yeah. bonus. Let's see if you can use this to your advantage and trim this lead. Uh, but first, here are your three gala brand. Mrs. Kasha Davis, Tempest Du Jour. Um, Gala, the first option? It is indeed Gala Brand. Well done. Well done indeed. And you get first dibs with the bonus question. Uh, what brand of Apple? Debuted in December of 2019 and is expected to surpass the Gala Apple as the nation's top seller by the year 2026. Okay, um, the most recent Apple that I can think of is Jazz. Can you go Jazz? It is not Jazz. Brendan, do you happen to know? No idea. Uh, this would be the brand new Apple on the scene that is taking supermarkets by storm, or at least was when we were still able to go to supermarkets, that would be the Cosmic Crisp. The Cosmic Crisp. <laughs> well, you will be. You I guess will so. be. <laughs> <laughs> this is not your Granny Smith's apple. Uh, <laughs> right. Brandon, we have three, four, and five left. Let's get right in the middle at four again. Four it is. Uh, and no, not not one of, one of these names will not be Granny Smith, although that would be hilarious. Um, <laughs> here are your three. Jiggly Caliente, Sharon Needles, Vivian Michelle. I feel like I've heard the name Vivian Michelle before, but I don't believe that's from James Bond. I believe it's Sharon Needles is the James Bond one. 
Sharon Needles is a winner of one of the seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race. Or not correct. Ashley, is it Jiggly Caliente or Vivian Michelle? Vivian. It is indeed Vivian Thanks. Michelle. Well done. Well done. Yeah. We have two questions left. It is eight to six. The score has tightened up significantly. Yeah. Ashley, you are up. Number five. Number five. Mary Goodnight, Mayhem Miller, Ms. Cracker. I'll go with Mary Good Goodnight. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Good answer. That is correct. Well done. Uh, Brendan, one left. Again, number three, just for completion's sake. Here we go. Plastique Tiara. <laughs> Silky Nutmeg Ganache. <laughs> Tiffany Case. Tiffany Case. Indeed, Tiffany Case is the correct answer there. Well done. Uh gives you nine. Ashley, excellent round there. Uh, yeah. You have seven. Wow. Who knew? Okay. Yeah, I was worried for you because the only one you got wrong was the, after you said, hey, I'm doing well in this round. And then you got one wrong. And I thought you were going to have on there. <laughs> yep. Never say it out loud. Indeed. Indeed. Well, here is where we stand. Brendan, you have nine. Ashley, you have seven. It is time for the final question, the catch-up catch-all. Here's how it works. I'm going to announce the title of a top 10 list. Brendan, by virtue of you being in the lead, you will get to go first and give me one answer that you think is on that list. Uh, if you get it right, you will get one extra point. And more importantly, you will take what could be an easy, obvious answer off the board and preventing Ashley from being able to say it. If you get it wrong, you get no points, no harm, no foul. All you do is you miss that opportunity to take one off the board. If you go, Ashley... You will get a chance to give me as many correct answers as you can without making a mistake to catch and possibly even surpass Brendan. If you're able to do so, you will be able to steal that victory from him. Otherwise, Brendan will be our champion. Do you both kind of have a big understanding of the rules? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, Brendan, you will go first top 10 list today for the catch-up catch-all is the 10 songs that have reached number one on Billboard's Hot 100 charts performed solo by Janet Jackson. Ooh. Janet Jackson number one singles. Okay. I'm going to go with Rhythm Nation. Rhythm Nation, surprisingly, sir, did not reach number one on Billboard's Hot 100, cannot oh, take anything okay. off the board. Yeah, yeah, hey. I know. I know, it's a trickier category than you might have thought, yeah. perhaps. Score remains 9-7, to seven, so here we are, Ashley. If you get two, you've tied, and we'll deal with the tiebreaker at that point. If you get three, you are the winner. Anything less, bye-bye. So, the floor is yours. Well, uh, Brenda named the only Janet Jackson song I know, so oh. my chances are not looking good. Oh, um, I'll just uh, name a generic thing that sounds like a song. Um, missing You, because that sounds like a song. That's a Mariah Carey song. Oh, well, I, I didn't even... <laughs> 
<laughs> Closer it than might I was be expecting. I mean, you know, uh, if you're going to miss, at least miss on missing you, I suppose. Right. Unfortunately, no. Uh, you're, you actually did not miss by much because because one of the songs on the list is Miss You Much. Oh. <laughs> oh. Way closer than I was expecting to be. <laughs> Indeed, which means Brendan is going to be our winner today by a score of 9 to 7. Let me read off the list. Uh, it's a fascinating list. Uh for those who might have expected other songs to be on this list, uh, in chronological order, When I Think of You, and then Miss You Much, as I said. Then we had Escapade, Black Cat, Love Will Never Do Without You, That's the Way Love Goes, Again, Together Again, Doesn't Really Matter, and All For You. She has not had a number one since the year 2001. Uh, well, unfortunately, neither of you were able to name any of those number ones, which means Brendan <laughs> is our winner. Uh, we'll get to you in a second. Ashley, uh, thank you for playing. Is there anything that you would like to say now that the experience is over? Anything you'd like to pin plug or shout out to? Uh, the floor, as they say, is yours. Uh, I had a lot of fun. I would love to come back again anytime. Um, I would like to thank my boyfriend, Andrew, for helping me study, kind of, <laughs> listen to old episodes and compete with me. And uh, thank you also to my parents for coming out with me to trivia sometimes. And uh, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, that's it. Thanks. Excellent. Thank you, Good job, Brandon. And Brendan, uh, congratulations you are the winner i'll make sure i size that tiara to your uh, to your head uh, <laughs> uh anything you'd like to say before uh, we send you on your merry way and a much merrier way than you probably expected yeah this was a lot of fun i just want to thank my podcast partner zach brooks for hosting trivia last night and helping me get in the trivia headspace so that i was actually ready when you uh called me this morning i was like yeah i'd love to do trivia because i just did it last night <laughs> So, yeah, it was great. Um, if anybody's interested in checking out the Movie Ladder podcast, again, that's at Ladder Movie at, uh, on Twitter. And you can find me at Fidzy Brendan. Uh, that's it. Thanks. Had a really good time, AJ. This was Thank this you, was great. guys. I appreciate it. Thank you both for coming to the hot seat. Thank you both for playing. Thank you all for listening. And we'll be back next week with another exciting adventure. I'll beat my guest. Until then, take care and bye-bye. Did you beat our guest, or did our guest beat you? Tell us all about it on Twitter at BMGPod. Also, please review and rate us on iTunes. And if you like what you've heard, spread the word. This has absolutely not been a Mark Goodson, Bill Todman production.